Well, you don't get to choose which laws you comply with in the state of Illinois. Let's be clear. The fact, the fact is that, yes, there are, of course, people who are trying to politically grandstand, uh, who want to make a name for themselves by claiming that they will not comply. But the reality is that the state police is responsible for enforcement, as are all law enforcement all across this state. And they will, in fact, do their job or they won't be in their job. That's uh, Governor J.B. Pritzker Tuesday after signing the legislation that bans certain semi-automatic guns and certain magazines from being sold and also creates a registry for those guns. He tells police across the states that if they don't enforce the law, then they shouldn't be in the job uh, and that's of course you know for Illinois State Police they work uh, on behalf of the governor but um, there are other members of law enforcement that uh, work on behalf of you the voter and the elected office of sheriff is just exactly one of those and joining us in studio right now is Sangamon County Sheriff Jack Campbell uh, Sheriff thanks for taking time with us this morning uh, I want to get your reaction to what the governor had to say either do your job and enforce the law or you shouldn't be in your job well good morning Greg, and, and I'm glad you bring this up because, you know, the very first thing that I did when I took office was I took an oath of office. I took an oath to uphold the Constitution, and, and he forgets that this is a violation of our constitutional rights. And just because they had enough votes to pass this, um, you know, time will tell whether or not it upholds constitutional scrutiny, uh, but that doesn't mean we have to enforce it if we we clearly know this is a violation of our Second Amendment rights. So when it comes to uh, the various aspects of this, uh, of course, there's the firearms restraining order that's extended from six to 12 months. There's also a, uh, a strike force for state police to be able to uh, go after gun trafficking, for instance, and uh, a few other ins and outs. But um, what exactly of the of the measure of House Bill uh, 5471 is it that you say you're not going to enforce? Well, again, as I said earlier, overall, this is just a complete violation of our Second Amendment rights. Um, you know, our deputies have a lot, to do, a lot to do in this county. You know, our job is to provide this security blanket for all the county. And the last thing we want to do is make a criminal out of a, a legal gun owner. And, you know, we, we are not going to proactively go around, go around and see if somebody registered their weapon. We're going to use good discretion. We, we've, we always have had discretion on our side, and that is one thing we're going to do. We're going to uh, use discretion, educate people as to what the statute, the law says, and ensure that they know, you know, what they should be doing. Um, and, again, one thing we will not do is bring them to our jail. If that is the sole charge that they have is a violation of this act, uh, they will not be housed in our jail and we'll make that clear to all the chiefs in Simon County. You know, absent other circumstances, absent other crimes that were committed or lengthy criminal history, uh, we will not be housing anybody solely on that charge. So we've got, of course, the possibility that individuals could get a Class two felony if they don't register their firearms. Uh, and uh, who would ultimately be making those charges? Would it be um, the, the, the Sangamon County um, uh, State's Attorney, or could the Attorney General step in uh, to actually you know, level those charges? Well, certainly our State's Attorney... Uh, is you know the person that makes the charging decisions here in Salmon County. Um, whether the AG could step in or not, I'm not sure. Uh, but again, this is something that is, is we know we understand the controversy here. We understand uh, that, that again, downstate Salmon County Republicans are very conservative. They are gun owners. Uh, you know they they need these for their protections. And and before I move on, Greg, let me tell you something I didn't like either. And that and that was the, the caveat that that carved out law enforcement. 
everybody has a right to keep and bear arms, not just law enforcement. And, and I think the sponsors of the bill and, and some other people down in the dome thought that they could they could bribe law enforcement by saying, we will cut this out for you. Uh, the sheriff's office and, and I'm sorry, the sheriff's association and myself remained opposed to this legislation, even though even after they, they carved out law enforcement, because we, we said it's not right. Every citizen has that right, not just law enforcement. Sheriff, um, how familiar are you with uh, AR-15s being used in uh, in the commission of any crimes here in central Illinois and Sangamon County? We know that they are, you know, occasionally, certainly it's in the city. The county doesn't get a lot uh, of, of ARs taken into evidence or of, uh, that we know for a fact we're using a crime. But again, most of the AR owners here are, are absolute law-abiding citizens that use it for recreation uh, for shooting varmints, things that, uh, you know, that they certainly legally can do. So, uh, again, this is not a giant problem in Sangamon County. And it seems like that historically, we've seen it for decades now, they bring the Chicago problems down to su- downstate. And if they want to keep passing ordinances up north um, and violate people's constitutional rights and they won't stick up for themselves, that's up to them. But down here, uh, the sheriffs, and you, you can see clearly across the state, our position is we are not going to stand for it down here. We're talking with Sheriff Jack Campbell from Sangamon County, and he is just one of several sheriffs. And uh, lists are being compiled, Sheriff, on uh, online of uh, all the sheriffs that uh, aren't going to be complying with this. Uh, and uh, one Facebook user shared it's uh, you know Marion County, it's Piatt County, it's Pike County, it's... Uh, you know, it just goes on from there. Putnam County, Randolph County, uh, Washington County, uh, Wayne County, uh, Joe Davies County, DeWitt County, uh, McHenry County. Uh, and you are adding your uh, name to that list. Yes, and I'm, I'm on the, the legislative committee and the executive committee for the Illinois Sheriff's Association. We were on a Zoom call yesterday, and 100% of the executive board agreed with this. So we, we are united uh, because, Greg, you know, we are elected by the citizens. We are the unique uh, the only law enforcement professional that's elected. Everybody else is appointed. We have a, a, a unique relationship with the citizens, and we are going to stand up for them. We are going to protect them and allow them to protect themselves. Sheriff Jack Campbell with us here on WMAY. He's the sheriff of Sangamon County, joining a list of sheriffs from across the state that say that they will not enforce this. And again, go into a, a specifics again about uh, how you're going to not enforce this uh, And as far as if somebody is uh, in violation of not registering that firearm. You're saying that you're not going to put them in jail. That is correct. That is the sole charge. If it's if it's you know a 50 year old farmer um, out in the rural reaches of the county and he's shooting an AR and somebody calls it in and it's discovered that it's not registered, we will educate them. Um, we will certainly fill out paperwork um, if necessary. It, again, it all depends on the circumstances, as it always does, because of our discretion. Uh, but he that person will not be brought to our jail if they have no criminal history and there's no other charges that, that are affiliated with that that call that day. Sheriff Jack Campbell with us. Is it possible to stick around for another segment? Um, I can stay for a little bit. Okay, great, because there's some other issues I definitely want to tackle with you uh, because the legislature, they also uh, moved to uh, a large bill dealing with health care and whatnot, but Mm -hmm. you guys have been having to manage individuals who are unfit for trial, sure. uh, and you're, you've been uh, suing the, the state, uh, but the state seems to want to try to change that protocol, uh, but also the, the, the Safety Act mm-hmm. and the Pretrial Fairness Act. That thing is very much up in the air right now, mm-hmm. uh, so I want to touch base with you on uh, just a couple of those things as well, and then revisit for those just now tuning in. We're talking with Sheriff Jack Campbell, Sangamon County Sheriff, about uh, his position on HB 5471, saying he's not going to enforce that here in Sangamon County. 
County, uh, just as uh, sheriffs from across the state have said that they uh, as well will not enforce this. So stay tuned. Much more coming up here with Springfield's Morning News on 92.7 WMAY. Springfield's Greg Bishop. Listen on demand at WMAY.com. 92.7 WMAY. Springfield's News and Talk. We're talking in studio with Sangamon County Sheriff Jack Campbell. He joins us. And for those just now tuning in, uh, just to kind of reiterate his position on House Bill 5471, the gun ban and registry bill that the governor signed. It is now law across the state. You can't go to a gun store and buy certain types of semi-automatic weapons and magazines over a certain capacity. Uh, That is now prohibited, uh, except for if you're in law enforcement. Uh, And Governor J.B. Pritzker saying that uh, law enforcement needs to enforce this. Uh, If not, they shouldn't be in their job. Uh, Just to get your reaction against that, Sheriff uh, Jack Campbell, in studio with us, um, your, your thoughts. Well, again, I, I do not agree with any of that statement. Um, you know, as we are right now trying to deal with um, mentally ill people that are backed up into our jails, as we're trying to deal with the no-cash bail issue, um, you know, now they're, now they're worried about taking our guns. We have so many other problems that really do impact us, um, and that's the one they should be focused on or those they should be focused on instead of worried about, you know, who has an AR-15. And were you guys consulted at all uh, by those who crafted this bill by either the Senate president or by the House Speaker, by Bob Morgan? Did they come to the sheriffs at all and say, hey, guys, we've got this bill that we want to do. We're trying to address violence in a real way. Uh, what do you think about uh, banning guns and having people register them? Well, when you say did, did they come to us, you know, our executive director, Jim Kaichek, um, he's at the Capitol, you know, during all of this, these negotiations. And he's in and all the he's testifying at, at, at committee hearings and, and he does talk to all of them. And again, it, it's it's a wasted breath. Um, they've already made up their mind. They already have the votes. Um, and as I said earlier, you know, they tried to basically bribe law enforcement by saying, well, we'll 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 carve out law enforcement in this bill. And that had zero interest for us. So they don't they don't really sit down and engage with us. They basically tell us what they're going to do and ask us what our position is going to be. This issue obviously is huge. A lot of people across the states tuning in right now uh, and uh, curious how their sheriffs feel about this. And I would encourage people to uh, reach out to their local sheriff's office and uh, see if they can get that statement from them. Uh, statements are being compiled from across the uh, the state. Uh, and Sheriff, you said that uh, the Sheriff's Association's board is 100% opposed to this measure. Absolutely. And again, you know, there's 102 sheriffs in Illinois and and we certainly have, uh, you know, the, the Cook County Sheriff doesn't engage with us at all. He's got literally I, I, he has his hands full. I understand that. Uh, but but virtually every sheriff um, in the state is going to support this. Let's talk about uh, the no-cash bail. Um, That's a measure that was supposed to be implemented January 1st. Kankakee County judge uh, said it's unconstitutional, violates separation of powers, and the victims' uh, rights amendments of the Illinois Constitution. The Supreme Court stayed that until they deal with this. Um, Does that give you guys some breathing room to to, uh, to, to deal with this issue, or how will you guys deal with this issue? Well, again, so happy about that that decision, and and I watched it live, um, and, and again, that the cash bail is something that's been in place for so long. And, and Greggy and I will start with, you don't have to worry about posting cash bail if you don't commit a crime. You know, nobody ever wants to go back, clear back to the beginning of all this. I've never posted cash bail in my life. So, um, you know, cash bail ensures the person will come back to court. Um, it gives them some skin in the game. It, 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 there's possible restitution money sitting on the books given to the victims. And that's something else they continue to forget about, the victims that are impacted by these crimes. And we, we seem to be so worried about treating the criminals um, or alleged criminals 
um, in a certain fashion, and they, they continue to ignore victims who are screaming for help. Um, you know, even when they win restitution uh, awarded by the court, good luck getting it. And we know if that money's not sitting on the books, they almost have 0% chance of getting that restitution money. So at one side, they're looking at um, choking out a revenue stream for county jails through the the bail and the bond and the surety that's been traditionally a monetary value. Uh, at the second uh, instance here that the state house, uh, they passed the measure and the governor is expected to sign it. Sweeping provides a bunch of funding for various things, but it also changes the protocol for the state to actually transfer detainees deemed unfit for trial. Uh, we've got about three minutes here, mm-hmm. but uh, kind of give us the background. Even before COVID, this was mm-hmm. a problem for you guys, and now uh, it looks like uh, the state's trying to change uh, just how quick they can take those yes. inmates. And it's been a problem for a while, and, and it's something we just learned to live with, and, and we just got used to that. Well, you know, during COVID, the, the, the DOC inmates got backed up into our jails. You know, sometimes. 20 and 30 at a time that should not have been in our custody, a violation of the statute. Well, you know, we got that moving, and that's we continue to struggle with that, but we're still moving them out of there. But the DHS inmates, um, these are inmates that have been declared unfit for trial, and the statute previously has said that the state had 20 days to identify a, a treatment facility for them to be transferred to. And, and again, that had been, had been violated over and over again. Well, we began to understand just how many of these inmates we had. Um, we, we reached out to DHS. We asked them to speed up this process. They basically said no. So uh, Dan Wright and myself filed a lawsuit against the state. Well, as you know, they just passed legislation. So instead of fixing the problem, Greg, they passed legislation that changed that number. So they're trying to make our lawsuit moot. We, they have been held in contempt at every step of the way uh, during, this, during this process. And they, they extended it to 60 days with the ability to every 30 days to renew this. So they could stay in our custody in perpetuity. These are inmates that we cannot give them the mental health treatment that they need. And they are dangerous to themselves, to other inmates, and to our staff. We had a, a, a guard at, attacked the other day by one of these inmates that had been here longer than 20 days. And luckily, he was able to fend them off. He was in good shape. But this is the problem we're having, and these inmates are not getting the mental health treatment they need. You guys are not mental health experts. You are law enforcement officers, and uh, source uh, resources are limited, uh, so you're not able to provide those uh, uh, those 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 treatments that are necessary for these individuals. Uh, it's, a, it's a pretty tenuous situation. We'll definitely uh, talk more about this and other issues in the future. Sheriff Jack Campbell, thank you so much for taking time with us today, and we'll definitely talk again soon. Thanks for having me, Greg. It is Springfield's Morning News on 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. We've got plenty more to go, uh, including inauguration yesterday, so we'll review that.